Welcome to Paper Talk, a paper lover's podcast, a place to connect with crafters alike in hopes to inspire and elevate your craft. We are your hosts, Josie and Janet. Now cue the confetti and let's get this party started. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Josie, along with Janet. And we have a special guest today. Her name is Heidi Swap. Yay! Yay! Okay, everybody. Welcome, Heidi. How exciting. <laughs> Thank you. We are so excited so, to have you on. Yes, oh, we I'm are two crafty here. friends. We are two crafty friends who decided to start a podcast and talk about all things paper. We started about a month ago, believe it or not, and we are thrilled to have you on as our guest. Should we start the party with maybe you telling us how long you have been scrapbooking? <laughs> well, I I think forever is the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as I've been into scrapbooking, like yeah. you have been, you know, center stage for me. I yes. love oh. your work. Oh, well, thank you. I have, um, I've been scrapbooking forever, honestly, um, as long as I can remember. And so scrapbooking has just always been like a big a part of my family. It's just what we do. And, you know, I, um, I come from both of the families that my parents came from. Both of them had like tons of, tons of scrapbooks. And so that was just a thing. My grandfather loved to take photos. We would gather and like on, on the times that when we gathered for like family dinner, it was always, there was always a slideshow afterwards and the stories, you know, so like you put up a, a photo and then everybody chimes in their stories and um, that made an impact on me. I remember that from just being a really little girl, loving having pictures of me and everybody tell me stories about me when I was little. Um, and then when I was 12 years old, um, my brother passed away. I have a, a little brother who was six and he passed away. And so my mom, um, who was an avid journaler and had always kept her own scrapbooks, um, took about a year after that. And our dining room table was covered with photos and with Mrs. Grossman stickers. And she spent a year, maybe even a little bit more, um, creating a really enormous album. And I distinctly remember our family just kind of at the end of the night or, you know, whenever things slowed down, kind of ending up sitting around her as she was putting photos in and telling stories, talking about my little brother who passed away. And it was just, um, it was a big part of our healing. It was a part of yes. us keeping him alive in our For family. Sure. Um, and that scrapbook then lived on the coffee table in the middle of the family room my entire life. And oh, that's um, so wonderful. Yeah. So it was, it, I think that scrapbooking, I didn't, ever not scrapbook scrapbook telling stories having photos has always been just an essential part of my life our life as as a as a family and you know interestingly enough um you know i i don't know how closely you follow me but i've shared a little bit about my mom we stalk you we stalk you heidi <laughs> yes we've seen it we're oh, right there you. with you <laughs> You yeah. know, my mom, I grew up watching my mom journal. And so she, I, th I think it was, 
I guess I used to think it was just rage journaling, you know, but like <laughs> she, I would see her all the time. I knew she journaled. Um, I never wanted, you know, I never read her journals or anything, but about 10 years ago when she was diagnosed with her um, dementia, aphasia situation, she started um, typing up all of her journals and then she started um, collating her journals with photos and scrapbooks. And so now wow. there's just these enormous volumes that are her um, stories mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're everyday stories, right? Which is, you know, I know we'll get into this, but it's like, um, we went back to school shopping and we spent, I spent this and this and this and this, and I got Heidi this and this, and this. you know, she was like the things that she was really obsessed with was like how much things cost, how much she weighed, how much she ate, how many miles, she <laughs> oh my God. you know, and that's the kinds of stories that she tells. She talks about, um, I, I don't know. It's, it's a treasure and it's essential. And, um, so yeah, that's a long question. So, I started, I I always scrapbooked. I always enjoyed it. Um, and then when I had little kids of my own, um, I was like, oh my gosh, I hate being a mom. I didn't really, but I really, (laughs) exhausted. my house was a mess. My husband was working. I was, I needed an outlet real bad. And, Mm -hmm. um, I lived in Arizona at the time. Scrapbooking was really big in Arizona at the time. I was, so this is the year that my oldest son was born, 1997. By 1999, I was teaching classes in the scrapbook store. Um, By 2000, in the year 2000, I won the Creating Keepsakes Hall of Fame, if you remember that. It was a big deal back then because I got $500 about a camera. Um, anyway, and awesome. that kind of launched then my career. I started writing articles for Creating Keepsakes Magazine, which was really taught me a ton. I got hired by Making Memories, if you can even remember back that far. Yeah. It's no longer around. Um, I was the creative director there for a couple of years um, and then started my own Heidi Swap brand. The Heidi Swap brand started in 2005. Wow. Wow. No. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 2004. 2004, 2005. So since then, I've had my own signature brand. Um, it feels like a millennium. I'm seriously, I don't know. I don't even know how it is that I'm still doing this, but I absolutely love it. Um, I can still just get lost in it. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? That was going to be our next question is right. what motivates you? Because you have been doing this for so long. Like, what motivates you when you're going to start a new project or when you have this idea for new products for your business? Like what motivates you? Cause you're like a hustler, um, Heidi, you hustle, hustle, I, hustle. Like I we love that about you. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. The first motivation is that it does support my family. Um, I scrapbooking has supported our family for a, for a long, a lot of years. And, um, and so I am paying the bills, honestly. And so I, I don't know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if I didn't, I I don't know how to put this gently, but like, I got to keep the ball rolling. Yes. Um, I'm thankful that I love my job so much, but I'm motivated because I, because it, because it's my job. 
So that's, that is yes, a motivating sure. factor and that puts pressure and believe it or not, yeah. um, I operate real well under pressure. Um, yeah. when I, yeah. <laughs> when I don't have pressure, I kind of lally gag a little bit. So I am the last minute queen. I actually feel like my best work happens when I'm under the most amount of pressure, which my body kind of hates, but that's Isn't that reality. insane? Yeah. That's insane how that happens. You know, you got a deadline and you're like, oh my God, I got to make this happen. Like and you're right. Coming, nothing's, then you start like having anxiety. Then you really exactly. do it again, right? <laughs> Yeah, under yes. pressure. Um, and then so that leads us. So I I'm was, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to add, um, I do genuinely, genuinely love it. And so even though it is my job and I have um, financial goals that I have to continuously hit, it's a business. Um, we make a, a plan. I have to follow through with those plans. So, um, but the greatest thing I always tell anybody, anybody who works with me, anybody who works that when we do our job, our paycheck cannot be our only um, increase. The money can't be the only thing we're getting from our job. We have to be growing personally. We have to be excited mm-hmm. about it. It has to light our fire in some way or, or we tank, right? We don't excel. Um, and yeah. so I, I'm really I really enjoy the benefits that come, you know, definitely with my job. Yeah. As well. We're happy then, you're still doing it because yeah, what would we be doing without Heidi? I mean, we're, I can't even imagine. I can't even, I can't even imagine. Right. And totally. so like, yeah, like from the outside looking in, it seems like the COVID error has made you stronger. Would you yeah. agree? 100%. Yes, I would agree. Definitely. Um, We've seen it. We've seen that. Thank you. Well, a lot of interesting things happened, I think, and we're kind of transitioning even before that. Right before COVID, I launched a brand new, I don't like calling it a system because it sounds like I really had like, (laughs) like it's not, it's just scrapbooking, right? We don't have to have a system. Um, There's no rules. So I don't like to call it a system, but I developed a new way. And Honestly, it was so inspired. I I don't know. I can't I can't take credit for me. I, I don't even know where it came from. But what I um what I was finding is that memory planning and documenting daily everyday stories was becoming so important to me. Um so you know, in the past it, it was like scrapbooking was kind of like maybe big significant things, right? You had wedding. I mean, if, if you talk to a buyer at Michael's, they want baby wedding travel, you, you know, like these significant right. things That's what people scrapbook. Right. And yeah. those things are, I love scrapbooking those things, but then there was like all these huge portions of my life that weren't being documented. So memory planning became super important to me. And I was thinking, you know, like, okay, I'm doing this for scrapbooking. I'm doing this. I love to make mini books. I'm, I'm doing this. And I wanted like a way to bring it all together. So that was storyline chapters, right? And I was trying to figure out like, um, how am I going to share this? And how am I going to teach this? And how am I going to really, what I was noticing was a real big change in the retail world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was really, I was getting less and less, I was having less and less influence on the buyers and they were being more and more influenced by their store's ability to private brand products. Right. And so it didn't, Mm -hmm. it didn't really matter if things went together. I felt like we were trying to fill a hole on the shelf rather than make something that we actually wanted. And so I was getting extremely discouraged and I was doing And so this is before COVID, just spinning my wheels and wondering why I couldn't get any traction. Um, And then just really noticing how important direct-to-consumer was becoming as my audience has become so much more global, just infinitely more global as we were at Creativation. And the people who were coming were coming from Peru and from Mexico. And, and so we were seeing actually less and less U S companies because they already had, right. They already had the companies they worked with. They already have all of their channels Mm -hmm. locked in. And so it was these international places coming and I started noticing, I mean, whenever I would show anything new, I would just get like massive pushback from international. (laughs) Like, when can we get this? Where can I get it? And And then I just felt like it was really frustrating not to be able to share it, you know? Right. No, yeah. um, When COVID hit, I had a class planned. I was going to Oregon to teach a class in conjunction with one of my, like, Light the Fight podcast workshops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And literally, we would have left, like, five days after the lockdown, like the, the big lockdown, it was only supposed to be 15 days or whatever. But, um, but I, we'd already like, we had all the kits, we'd taken everybody's money and I didn't really have a way. I I didn't really have a way to fix it. And so we decided let's do, let's teach this online and we will just um, make it an online event, which isn't, you know, it's not that hard. I could video it. I was, my my goal for 2020, interestingly enough, was to learn how to video and edit my own videos and not have to like go into a studio and have somebody else video it and edit it and then like go back and forth and changes and all that. So, so I had already really been diving into my own, my, doing my own production, which strangely enough is way easier than letting somebody else do it for you. <laughs> yeah, weird, know. right? Yeah, I don't know if it's, a, it's you know, it's it's that working under pressure where you're just right. like, let me just do it, you no, know? No, let me. Yeah, this is way easier. Don't don't talk, don't talk. <laughs> um, and so we did that, and then it was like, oh my gosh, okay, well here we go. We have, um, I partnered with a company that had an education platform, a video education platform, um, called Inked Brands. And really pretty easily, we were able to get it up. And I thought, okay, this is awesome. Opened it up and tons of people were able to take that class. And I was like, I got such amazing feedback. I was like, what am I even doing with my life? Right. Let's do this. And um, my deepest heart of heart was to teach a memory planner class. That 
is the thing that I love the most. It was what I felt most passionate about. It was where my creativity was just blossoming. I just was having so much fun. I really wanted to, to create like a small every month. Here's just some ideas just to kind of like just inject creativity into the universe. Right. Because memory planning, I can't say, okay, step one, do this. It just, it has to be just like food for inspiration. Right. And so we decided to use the same platform, launched up the blur and it started out really small. And in fact, like when I go back and look at the videos in the very first month, they're just so lame. <laughs> and then it turns into really what it is is Heidi trying to outdo Heidi every single freaking month. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how long I can I can do it, but um, it changed everything for me. Um, being able to reach people and share and interact, like. I don't know. It changed everything. And so like, it, it makes me happy for you to say from the outside, it looks like I just yeah um, exploded because honestly, that's what happened. The me having the freedom to be able to film my own videos and show whatever I wanted mm-hmm. to show and talk to people. I like to talk to people like it's just you and me, you, you know, even yeah. though there's like a lot of people all over the world. Right. Um, it's really just intimate and I want to be encouraging. And at the same time, the accountability that it has given me has been that pressure that I need and that yeah. fuels me. Right? <laughs> so right. I, um, I hate to say it, but having my schedule cleared every trip off the table, I didn't have to leave for, for any reason I could just do what I do. Mm-hmm. And it was the best, <laughs> the best year ever. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, we, we see. totally see yeah, it as scrapbookers, it. as memory keepers, as people who buy your product. Like mm-hmm. you have just been on fire yeah, and you're that spark that we needed to tell yeah. our own stories. You motivate Aww. us. She did. And yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, in, it's incredible because like when I see you go live on Instagram, cause I'm pretty much addicted to that app. When I see you go <laughs> on live on Instagram, right. yeah, when I see Heidi, like I know right. when I take the time out of my life, whatever I'm doing, that you're going to be on the other side of that screen and you're going to be showing us and sharing us and inviting us into your world and explaining how you document your family's memories. And even if it's the everyday little things, that's like encouraging to like us, the, you know, just the crafters at home who want to document their family's memory. We have somebody to to look up to and to be inspired. And I just noticed like with other, um, you know, crafters in the craft community, their lives, you're, you're not going to see them live, you know, no. you, and you haven't this whole year, but no. I know that I can count on you every on single Heidi. time. Yeah. yeah. When you do a live, you are coming with like your whole heart, like basically some, you're like, yeah, we're exactly. doing this. Like, like we can tell like this, 
is your heart that you're sharing yep. with us. So, I mean, well, I tell you that's what, just I been awesome. one hour lives and I got to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> because you're like doing, you're showing uh, techniques, you know what I mean? Like you're like really working to show us what to do when we're on our own at home. So yeah, it makes clear, perfect sense that you would need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then just trying to keep my kids to behave. Like I you thought they didn't behave when they were little, but now they get on the live and hassle me on the live. Yeah, That's it's fun. funny. <laughs> we laugh. We we laugh when we see that. We love that. We love hearing all the updates, especially about um it's Quincy, right? Is she the one yeah. that sounds out? She's the one on the mission. Yes, yes. We love that. We love hearing about the sandals that she sent you. The waraches. <laughs> That's what we call them, right? I think they told you that. We call them waraches. <laughs> yes, yes. We were so excited. We're like, hey, did you see Heidi? She got a pair a pair of waraches. She's like you know, sporting them now too. Yeah, they're legit. They're legit. In fact, we actually had um, some questions for you, or maybe okay, some um, like things that maybe you would want to create. And based off of Quincy's trip, we were thinking that maybe you would want to in the future create like a Spanish stamp set. Maybe when you're documenting her activities or something or a collab with Obed. Yes. Oh yeah. That would be like amazing. It's interesting. Um, and I posted about that a while, a a little while ago. And I, I don't know if you saw, I said, uh, Heidi and Obed. Yeah. That would be great. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's amazing even in a live, like, all of the countries that are represented, all the people that are coming. And, um, you know, I think to myself, I could very easily, I think, make some Spanish stamps. I don't want to be, my hesitancy is I don't want to be like, okay, here's, here's the the real truth. I I lived in China for a while Mm -hmm. and, um, you would see like, English on signs and you'd see them on t-shirts and just the English was completely wrong. Right. And so (laughs) even though like probably if you look in a translation, it would be fine, but it isn't actually fine. And so that's where you, the collaboration or where I would need somebody to really help me because we know, I know the phrases that work in English, in English, right. right. I need to know the phrases that actually work in those languages that you actually say that actually make sense, not just right. like Google Translate. So that's yeah. where right. you get yourself in just a little bit. A little tricky. Yes, yeah. for sure. Somebody said, um, you know, I just have a new July 4th stamp. And yesterday I, I shared a bunch of July 4th stamping and mm-hmm. then I got like DMs. Can you do one for Canada? Can you do one for Mexico? Can you do one for Australia? Can you do one for <laughs> You know, and I was like, yeah, I can, but I don't know what right. what works. Right. You know, right. Because, I'm, because I'm not those things, but um, I got to learn. You, you know, I want to yeah. learn and make those yeah. things possible because you, you do. You want those things, particularly in all of these different languages. So that is on my radar doing some things. Okay, good. We have something else for you. Um, (laughs) Let's see here. Will there be a pink craft mat in the future? Yeah, that's very important because I don't know if you've listened to our last episode. I was very disappointed that I gave the one that I had, the aqua one, 
that you came out with, I gave that away. Like an idiot. I gave it away. Right. No, no, I gave it away because I said, maybe she'll come out with pink one. And then, well, there is a pink cinch. And now there's a pink mink, right? Yeah. But I need a mat. I need a mat that says make pretty stuff. Or what is it? Get on your radar. Okay. No. Yeah. These are all just suggestions. Yeah. These are all, we're just being wishful thinkers over here. Um, that is a very then, important one. I mean, that's like important. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. And that I know, like, honestly, everyone that was looking for the memory decks, like, oh. all of a sudden you made that happen. So, you know, yay for all. I actually got it when it first came out. So I was okay. But, you know, I know there was a lot of people just dying I to get waited their hands on it. And waited for a pink one. And then when I finally seen that it came, oh my God, I like bought multiples. <laughs> I know. I know. And actually, we're in the situation again. We're waiting for Memory Dex punches again. Um, wow. That's, that's been a, that's been a surprise. That's another example of we just couldn't convince, um, the big box retailers that it was a thing, a thing. Yeah. And, um, we have just reordered and reordered and reordered those punches and, and the, and we think to ourselves, okay, maybe this will be it. And then Mm-mm. it reaches more people. That's really kind of an interesting, magical little thing that was a little unexpected. And I have to be careful. Like I can't post about it. When it's not available, oh, right, right. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) will there be any Halloween or Christmas lines? Like, I know you have the Stamp Society and the Stop the Blur sub subscription. Are you going to incorporate, you know, the seasons into that, or will you be offering separate? uh, Okay, good products. Good question. Yay, we got a good one. (laughs) We got a good one. (laughs) I do have a little mini collection coming for for Halloween. And I do have a little mini collection coming for Christmas. And, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you guys really do follow me as closely, you probably know. So I just launched a new class called storytellers. Yes, we bought it. Participants. Good. Good. So (laughs) storytellers is, um, it's an extension of that storyline chapters concept. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, how did the two, like, yeah, because Stop the Blur storyline chapters and then volume one, it kind of all goes together. Am right, I right? It does. Okay. Yes. So I'm kind of switching and calling the books that, that are blank inside mm-hmm. storytellers. So okay. you've got Memory Planner, that's stuff the blur is the memory planner. And when you look inside one of those books, they, you know, you see like the week view it's, it's segmented into the days so that you can tell kind of daily stories in a chronological way. So it feels like calendaring, um, more planner related. More planner. Yeah. Okay. It's planning in reverse, but yes, it's, it's in the planner <laughs> family, right? Yes. It's hard for me to convince some of these planners that it's, it's, you got backwards. backwards. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but a storyteller is exactly the same size book, but it kind of is where we feature a little bit more significant stories or bigger stories. 
Um, so stop the blur is really for like tidbits, little bits of everyday life, um, things that you accomplish, places that you go, things that are going on, sometimes current events, whatever's happening mm-hmm. in the down in the trenches of, of real life. everyday life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Storytellers to me is like um, zooming in on events, telling maybe broader stories, maybe. Um, so the storytellers that I have right now, I actually did about my 14 year old son. And here's what's interesting. Like it's always easier to scrapbook about girls. In in my experience, it's <laughs> yeah, it's right, easier. yeah. Um, and particularly, like you take a fourteen-year-old boy, they don't love to be photographed. Exactly, um, they're kind of figuring themselves out a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. And it's been fun for me to see how many people have kind of gone to their boys. And, yes, and they're I'm one of, of them. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of zeroing in on their sons. That's kind of what I showed. Um, even though you don't have to, it could, it could be any topic really inside those storytellers. Um, our teenage boys could use a little reminders of how awesome they are and, and that, so that's kind of been fun. But so I, I made a specific point to let people know that volume one meant that it was just the beginning for storytellers and those concepts in storytellers can be used over and over. Hopefully you've seen that as you've gone into those classes that there's layout ideas. There's some interactive concepts um, mm-hmm. that, that I like. I like to make the, there be a flow in those books. Right. Um, so there will be more volumes. And um, so Halloween will probably be a mini book class because I, I think Halloween is kind of, it's an interesting animal. You know, um, but I, as a mom who now has kids that don't trick or treat anymore and they are Mm. not dressing up anymore, I really treasure those Halloween days. Those are good good times, you know? So the Halloween collection that's coming out is so cute. I love it so much. Oh oh my gosh. Wait. wait. And honestly, I was already thinking, you know what? I'm going to do my October daily in a storyline chapter book because right. I was like, that's you know, what I she, did last year. She did that last year and it's yeah. so cute. And, and it's now a that I'm time of year for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, And not only that, but now that I'm in the volume one storyteller class and I have a couple pages under my belt, it is the easiest thing to do. Yeah. There's no hole punching. No, nope. there's no like, there's nothing. You have no rules. You have nothing to hold you back. Just print your pictures and get them in there. Like it's the easiest thing to yeah, do. Really, I, yeah. And I'm just uh, mad at myself that I never started when I originally bought those books a year ago. You know, I, but that's, that's where it kind of needed a class, right? It kind of yes. needed. Otherwise an empty book is very overwhelming. Yeah. Cause you don't you know, know like where to start, the, where to go. Yeah. So Christmas um, you know, we all document Christmas or December in, in different ways. Right. Um, and everybody, like there's a lot of traditions. Um, so Christmas has, I should, I don't know if I should tell this. I guess, I guess it's fine. Christmas has its own storyteller book coming with a whole mini collection. So oh that my goodness. you can either 
do it as um, a storyteller mm-hmm. or you can do it in a daily type of a format. Hey there. Sorry, we had to end this end the interview so sudden, but mom life kind of got in the way. But we wanted to make sure that we uh, put this episode out because it is so near and dear to our hearts. We absolutely love Heidi Swap. We talk about her every show. Yeah. Um, and we are just so excited and we hope you are as well. Um, in the last bit of her interview with us, she talked about uh, possibly having a Halloween mini book class. And so that's super exciting. Um, I'm all for classes because it just kind of gives you direction or gives you some type of insight. You know, it's, it's so much easier when, um, you can have like a jumping off point. Right. I agree. I, what do you think, Janet? I, I, I think the same, um, back to what you said in the beginning, like for sure, we wanted to air this episode because like you said, it's so close to our heart. We, like you said, there's not an episode that doesn't go by that we do not talk about Heidi. And I think the things that she discussed about were things that we wanted all our friends to know about, right? And um, especially what she was talking about towards the end. I mean, the holidays. Yeah, the holidays are probably like one of the huge, one of the biggest things that us scrapbookers love to document are the holidays, the traditions, the things that, you know, always touch our hearts. And, Come to find out, Heidi is coming out with her own oh, her Christmas storyteller book and mini yes. collection. And mini collection. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm so excited for that. Honestly, I mean, I know a lot of people haven't put out their products. Some have, but mm-hmm. none of them have really caught my eye. Um, so I'm definitely excited um, to hear that Heidi is going to be bringing out Halloween and Christmas. So that's yeah. super exciting. Um, yeah, I am so excited about that too. It's um, – I don't know. I feel like it – I'm so sad that we had ended like, you know, mom life, right? But um, it kind of left us with like, ooh, what's to come? Like what yes. is she coming out with? Like I, I'm kind of glad she didn't spill all the beans, but just enough to keep us on our toes, us like – waiting for like, keep looking to see when it's going to come out, what's going to be, you know, happening. But I'm also very excited about Halloween because now this changes my whole idea on, um, my October daily. Cause now I'm like, Oh, I know what I was already saying. I know what products I'm going to use for my October daily. And, um, now I'm like, no, I don't. Now that Heidi came (laughs) up with this whole thing, I'm like, no, now I'm going to have to wait to see what it's a class she said right Josie that she's putting up yeah she said probably a Halloween mini book class and so right. probably sounded really good mm-hmm. um and then she went on explaining about how Halloween you know meant so much for her because mm-hmm. now her kids are grown and honestly even for me Janet like right my adult son is 29. You know, like he's not wow, a baby yeah. anymore. Like I, those Halloween, those Halloween pictures, they're everything. They're everything to me. Right. I know. And they, like even Heidi said, like her kids don't trick or treat anymore. They don't really dress up anymore. So it's like, we really, really have to like try to document those October dailies when our kids are little. I mean, even if you don't have kids, you know, yes. I'm sure she's going to show you with the class coming up how you can document 
even when you don't, your kids aren't dressing up and, and trick or treating anymore. There's plenty of things that we do in October, even if we don't have kids that we can document. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, for sure. She also um, just came out yesterday on Instagram live uh, and told us about her cinch class, which is due to come out. Did we say July 13th, Janet? Um, actually I can look right now while you are talking. Um, let's see. Actually, yes, it is July, July, is it 13th? July 13th. Yeah. And so yeah. she also has a discount right now yeah. on her class. Mm-hmm. So you get $10 mm-hmm. off if you sign right. up for the class. Um, I believe mm-hmm. the sale ends maybe a week before the no. class starts. Actually, it's, it. It says online class is $10 off for regular price from now until July 13th when the videos are available. So you have until the day it comes out to save the $10. That's or it's awesome. a cinch. That's the, the the name of the class is it's a cinch. And um, honestly, I have been looking. Um, I have a cinch, the black and white one. Yes. And when she mentioned that she was going to have a cinch class, I got on the ball and I'm like, okay, let me start watching some YouTube videos. I want to, you know, kind of have an idea or feel for this um, bookbinding tool that is just sitting in my craft room. Right. Um, I've watched I know. about five videos and none of them helped me at all. No. And I, she, and go ahead. Josie, sorry. No, I was just saying like how awesome that we actually has this, have, are going to have access to this class where actually Heidi herself is going to give a step-by-step detail on how to use a cinch. And yeah, because like I you said, that. those YouTube videos sometimes are very iffy. Like sometimes they're not explained that well and can be confusing. Exactly. But I mean, how amazing is it to have Heidi herself take a step-by-step? Yeah. And if you have not caught her Instagram live. I totally recommend you going to her IGTV for yesterday, June 29th, and just kind of rewatch because she gives you like um, an insight to what she's going to be teaching and the books that she has made. And they're beautiful, beautiful books. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse I me. I think so there's like three or four, I believe, that she's going to show us how to make. Yeah. I'm super excited. And, um, we I also we mm-hmm. here at Paper Talk yes. came up with a hashtag. Yeah, sure. We hashtag. are just Yay. so excited. For I know we her like after this interview. I just feel like she's just more of an amazing person that yeah you know than what I knew about her before. Right. Um, and I just appreciate her so much. And so, um, yeah, I just, I, I do too, Josie. It's like, I see her in a whole other, a whole other vibe now. Um, I am just so happy that we have someone like Heidi in our community because she definitely brings us so many and so much inspiration. Like, can you imagine like who else would we be getting all these classes from? Yeah, you know, I totally. like she's like the only active one out there, and and that's so awesome to know that we can actually count now on Heidi to have all these fun, amazing classes, and that we can learn from her as if you know we were going to a crop and she would be there or something. So I think like this whole COVID era, how she was saying, kind of like pushed her harder and better for us because 
before you wouldn't even be able to take a class with her if you weren't in the same state wherever she was visiting for a crop. And now she does this live from her home and we can all be there with her. So that's awesome. Yeah, so awesome. On to our hashtag. I'm so excited about this hashtag because, like you said, Josie, there's never an episode that we don't talk about Heidi because that's we (laughs) we just love her, right? Yes. And what we're going to ask is for everyone who posts um, something about Heidi and Paper Talk, right, at the Mm -hmm. same time or that you're posting us with Heidi um, to use our hashtag so it can become – kind of this big thing, right? Yeah. And we can see what each other is creating, Yeah, you know, by going to the hashtag. So that hashtag is paper lovers for the number four, Heidi, paper lovers for Heidi. Yep. And then we'll have it up on our IG stories. Lovely Josie will put that up for you guys as well. In Mm -hmm. case you don't hear the podcast, you'll know, and you'll be able to see it through the IG. And yeah, so exciting. I'm so excited to see what everybody is going to create with the cinch class. Yes. We hope you love this interview as much as Janet and I loved every bit of it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And um, I think that's a wrap. It is. We're, We're pretty much done here. So thank you, friends, for stopping by. And again, we appreciate all your support always. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Keep it crafty. And that's a wrap. Thank you for joining our show. Please make sure you subscribe. Until next time, stay crafty.